Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. It's the second hour. That is the one o'clock hour of the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. I'm the Bradley. Dawn will be back on Monday. Of course, Mike is here and... It's Stephanie Hansen filling hey. in, which means, Stephanie, we've got to talk food. I can't believe it's been a full hour. We didn't even, well, we talked Borg, so that was okay, mocktails that's true. and cocktails. Yeah, we talked getting blackout <laughs> drunk in the last segment, but now what are we going to eat after we feel better? Okay. First of all, it is the high holiday of uh, snack foods. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, usually, Stephanie and I talk about snack stadiums. This year, we've just kind of kept going. We didn't stop on the snack stadium train. But, oh, you know, Snack Stadium being like that thing where you put out all the snacks like the... And you make it like a stadium. Yeah. yeah. yeah we've yeah. made them. We've talked about them. We've given uh, tutorials on them. Stephanie did one for Super Bowl. Five, Super Bowl was five years ago. Oh, God. It Isn't that like, like... Everything's a blur after was it five, Is it five years ago or was it 10 years ago? No, not 10 years ago. Okay. It was what? five. Yeah, 52 Five, thank you. Here. I was yep. just like, wait, is that right? But do you like... Okay. Super Bowl, Minneapolis... I just remember feeling like this giant swelling of pride in my chest of how beautiful the cities looked. Yep. Everything looked great. Like every like night going downtown. Below zero. Yeah. But that, even that was fun because it just was like, well, this is cool. It's something different. All the outfits and the ambassadors and the live music every night. Mm-hmm. Like we just would go downtown and just do fun stuff. It was so great. Anyway, I am a big uh, at that Super Bowl event, Stephanie and Minneapolis Paul Magazine had a huge snack stadium that they built in City Center. I digress. Chicken wings. Let's just go back to the chicken wings. That is the, like, sort of, uh, what, paramount, like, the epitome of Super Bowl snacks? It's always, like, right around, like, a week before we're having a chicken wing shortage. I cannot believe this is the first year I'm not hearing about chicken wing shortage. Which is weird because, because I feel eggs. like there's been a chicken shortage yes, for years. Yes, that's why we're having the egg yeah. shortage because all they had to kill all these avian flu. Yeah, which, by the way, thank you for hooking us up. You know, we ended up having a guest on from Locally Laid. Uh, oh, Scott you did? Am- Scott Amundsen uh, from Locally Laid uh, to talk about the, the egg shortage. The egg shortage. Yeah. Okay. It's a real thing. So anyway, I'm crazy about chicken wings. It's the number one trending thing on my website every year, which cracks me up. I have real feels about wings. I just wanted to get that. Oh, yeah. Fine. Hi, Jason. Um, So I did a thing with Jason the other day on his show about chicken wings. And during the pandemic, the one thing I missed the most was chicken wings because you couldn't just like pop into a restaurant and have like a pile of wings. Yeah, exactly. So I figured out how to make them at home really great. Oh. And there's tricks. Okay. And you don't have to deep fat fry them because that's... No, I'm not going to deep fat fry anything in my house. Are you, you kidding me? Thank you. My house already smells like onions from making soup. <laughs> no. Um, you. The key to crispy chicken wings, if you're making them at home, is to shake them in flour, your seasoning, 
and a little baking powder or cornstarch. Those are interchangeable. So we're talking about a quarter cup of flour to about a tablespoon of the starchy stuff. Okay. Shaking them up in a bag. Okay. Yeah. Then you lay them out on a sheet pan and you put that in the refrigerator overnight. Oh, because it has to dry out the skin of the wing. Okay. Then you can bake them at 400 for 30 minutes oh God, and then you take them out and then you, uh, dip them in sauce yep. and flip them over. Okay. Put them back in the oven for 15 minutes. You can pull them out again. If you're feeling like extra saucy, flip them again, shellac them with oh. more sauce. When you're putting them back in the oven, the sauce is like getting pulled down into that skin of the flour that was on the skin that's now dried all crispy and bubbly yes and you're it's like pulling that sauce into the meat so they're not like wet you're not getting like super gross wet hands yeah you're just getting delicious wings but they're not dried out either because that's the other thing is sometimes if you put them in the oven too long they'll start to get dry and i have to admit i am more on the dry side i don't want a flaccid piece of skin hunk girl or weird, like fatty nugget. No, thank you. Okay, I don't want to hear the words flaccid <laughs> or, fatty, or fatty nugget ever again in the same sentence. But I totally agree. We talk, but 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 it's a great balance because the coating, I imagine, keeps a little bit of the moisture in, um, but it's not flabby or. Yeah, fatty. I just I I have real. Even if I go to a restaurant, I'll ask for my wings extra done. Now we've talked about this a little bit. Um, and if you're just joining us, Stephanie Hansen is giving us wing tips for your Super Bowl uh, smorgasbord. Um, people are probably saying like, oh, can I do this in my air fryer, Stephanie? You guys. That's how people with air fryers talk, by the way. I have an air fryer that is great. It's a Cuisinart like toaster oven air fryer sitch. I keep it in the garage because I think the air fryer stinks up your house. Oh, sure. Because it blows around this nasty air. <laughs> so it's in the garage. And I do use it. Okay. I use it for three things. Salmon. Chicken wings, if I'm like making a smaller batch and I'm not like going out full on Super Bowl and reheating pizza. Okay. But that's the only thing I use it for. And I am sorry. I don't think you are going to make a meal for two people in your weird little air fryer chicken basket. Sorry, Elizabeth Reese. We've had this whole discussion before. Oh, like a full. Like the ninjas and like, okay, this little basket. It's what tiny. what is happening in there? Like, well, that's the re- that's the thing that has kept me from getting an air fryer up to this point is because like when we make chicken wings, I I'm making two days worth of chicken. That's wings. That's right. And do you have a convection oven by chance? I do. It's the same thing. I know. It's the same thing. I know. But well, I do, do you- like I do like the idea of like re- using it to reheat things, almost like as a toaster oven. Like if you want to get sure. Like for example, I roast chicken on Sunday. On Monday, we have like leftover chicken. Yes. I crisp it up in a cast iron pan, but that takes a little time. Because I don't want to stick it in the microwave and then you get your fatty, flabby nugget or whatever Correct. you said. Um, so I could see the benefit of the air fryer for doing something like that to get it re-crisp. But like, how much counter space do you yeah, have? No, and how about the like hot my air blowing pot, around? rice cooker. Yes. Yeah. Your dehy- you've got a dehydrator. dehydrator. Yeah. I think this is honestly just one more gadget. Now that said, if and and this is no judgment when I say this. If you are someone that buys a lot of like processed food, like you like chicken nuggets and you and, you know, again, no judgment here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then yes, yeah. get an air fryer because it's quick. It's easy. And then that works for you. That's the type of way that you eat. I just don't eat like that very yeah. often. Well, and some people, Stephanie, don't want to like, you know, dig out a pan and yeah. dig out a bunch of utensils. And they want to, I, I understand the the sort of convenience. I it's, do too. It's like, just I want to put on me. my apron and I want to slice something up before I eat, even if it takes me five minutes. I just like to have the, the whole that's playtime preparation. Yeah. yeah. Some people think food is just like nutrition. 
and other people think it's life totally or fine. a hobby. Okay, so back to your your uh, chicken wings. Takeaway here is do it overnight, and you actually are, and they're not going to get like no. They're not going to get clumpy or no, soggy. No, they get a little, like, because they're absorbing liquid. So they can, like, if you have a really wet situation going in, <laughs> they might look a little gummy. But it doesn't matter because it'll all dry out in the oven. If you don't know what we're talking about, this could sound very We're talking about flour on chicken wings. Also, like, you have your seasoning shaken in there. So, like, I like to use 112 seasoning that's local. Or I like to use, here's the deal. What's 112? Have you heard? It's a, a company that's oh. called... Have you heard of um uh there's have you heard of uh here's the deal Mm-mm. seasonings? Mike? They're real cute. No, no. It's a couple and they make these seasonings and he used to be a chef at Travail and now they just sell seasonings. Oh my god, I love it. Yeah. This another, is what I love about Stephanie. She's always gonna have there's gonna be something we can go out and find this weekend. Yeah. Well, and the other one, great chicken. You make a lot of chicken. So do you I buy do. Heather Sturdy Goodness? No, what's that? It's a chicken seasoning. She's a local person too. And her Heather's Dirty Goodness original is like what I make on turkey, what I make on chicken. But she has a hot seasoning that is called Vintage. Um, She also has one, I think that's called Dirty. It's Heather's Dirty Goodness is where you can find that. You can order it online. Sometimes they have them at Kowalski's too. Awesome. Well, I'll make sure and get all of these uh, things that you have mentioned to put in the show links page for today. So if you guys missed any of that, don't worry. And Stephanie, can we find your chicken recipe? Yeah, stephaniesdish.com. Perfect. Quick aside. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. if you're using ranch dressing, put a little pickle juice in there. Oh, yeah. Because the ranch needs a little cut because it's too sweet. I am all here to tell the world about pickle juice. Yeah, it works for so many things. You Do you marinate it, chicken in it? I have not, it's but good. I have heard it people works. doing that. Pickle pot roast is excellent. Ooh, I just made like a cabbage and uh, Polish sausage dish. Yeah, And I poured like a quarter cup of pickle juice in yes. there. It just gives it a nice little tang. It's like pickle soup. Yeah. That's a thing. Yummy. Okay. <laughs> I'll make We're sure. to make pickle soup in the break. Okay. I, where is the pickle soup? I would like to eat it. Um, when we come back, though, another thing Stephanie is very good at is talking about TV because she's watched some stuff. And we're going to talk TV with Stephanie. And uh, feel free to join the conversation on Twitter or email if you've got any thoughts as well. We'll be right back here on The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071. She doesn't just know how to talk about food. She knows how to talk about TV, which is why Stephanie Hansen is frequently heard on My Talk 1071. You can hear her. Oh, gosh, you do the morning show, Lori and Julia. She's all over the map. Have you ever filled in with Donna and Steve? No. Okay. Donna's well. asked me. Okay. And I don't think I could, but no. Yeah, well, but we'll, I would. But uh, we'll complete your punch card uh, as soon as we can. Good afternoon. You're listening to the Adventures of Bradley and Don. I'm the Bradley. That is Stephanie Hansen. Don will be back with us on Monday. Mike here as well. Now, whenever we talk TV, Stephanie, we like to do a little. Here's what we're watching live. You, you guys watch that television show together, don't you? Don't you? Team Cobra presents. Here's, here's what we're, we're watching live. Stephanie! What? What are you watching? Okay. I'm watching some good things. Okay. I feel like I just, if you have not heard us all raving, I think all about The Last of Us on HBO. Oh, you're watching. Good, 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 good. I would encourage you to dip in. A friend of mine, I've been like, come on, girl, get on the bandwagon. She texted me last night at 930. She's like... O-M-G, you were right. That's all she said. <laughs> oh, I good. I was like, yep, I know. And and it's a very slow Bernie show. Mm, mm-hmm. There was a arc in episode three that was amazing. And then season four or episode four was kind of like back to the normal. 
But I think that's how this show is going to be. I think like every second to fourth episode, they're going to have like a bigger something. Yeah. In any case, have you watched uh, Harrison Ford is having a revival in his career? Yes, he is. Most certainly. And he is in a show that's on Apple Plus called Shrinking with Jason Segal, where he plays a therapist who's 80. And Jason Segal's a therapist whose wife has died and he's just struggling, but kind of in a funny, sad, tragic way. And he's also giving people therapy and he's like doing radical therapy where he instead of like doing what you think a traditional therapist would do, he just like says, you need to go out and do this. And then weird hijinks ensue but it's cute now i've heard this is the one shrinking it's on apple tv plus and it's um from i can't remember his name but from oh my god all it's the the guy that wrote ted Ted lasso Lasso. yeah Yeah. the guy who plays um the angry one with the burt browse yeah yeah yeah. anyway so i've heard nothing but good things about shrinking so you're saying it's totally worth a watch it's really cute I mean, not just cute, like poignant, um, cute, uh, interesting. It's good to see Harrison Ford kind of back playing the curmudgeonly therapist. There's a friend that's fun. Yeah, I like it. Both my husband and I are watching it. All right. And that's um, Brett Goldstein is the. Oh, yeah. And he was kind of found, you know, like he was surprised on Ted Lasso because he is a writer. But he all of a sudden like convinced them to let him play the actual character in Ted Lasso, and does like does an amazing job. Did you watch Ted Lasso? Mike? We have not yet. No. Oh, oh highly God. recommend. So Apple Plus is the one we haven't had, and now Shrinking is the next reason why we're going Do to. You, uh, have you gotten an Apple? And product Severance recently? is on Apple Plus. No, that I just got a new phone, and we're waiting until the last second to to do the subscription oh, to get the three months. Like, yeah, 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 to get the uh, three months free, and then we're going to just knock them all out. You need yeah. to do that yeah. because Ted Lasso totally, mm-hmm. totally, totally. Like, it was one of those shows, you know, where everybody was talking about it, like, oh, Ted Lasso, oh, I love Ted Lasso, Ted Lasso, and I was like, oh god, sports here show. we go. It's sports. Why do I need to watch this? Yep. Jamie and I sat down and you know begrudgingly watched it, and like three episodes, and we were like, oh my god. I had no idea. Um, I'm going to give you another show that I'm watching, okay, so and then shrinking? I'm going to give you a show that maybe you're watching that I'm like, why? Okay. Yeah, why are you yeah, watching this? Yeah. Why are you wasting your time? Sure. Okay, loot. Loot. This is the one with Maya Rudolph? Correct. And this is also on Apple Plus. Okay. She plays like um, the, it sort of reminds me of like what Jeff Bezos' wife would have been like. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart. Protein Plus and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash btpod50 and use code btpod50 to get 50% off. That's code btpod50 at factormeals.com slash btpod50 to get 50% off. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, 
<laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Mm. Because she has this tech husband, and then she finds out that he's cheating on her, and they get a divorce, and she gets like 400 gajillion dollars. Yep. And at first, she's like, okay, what am I going to do with this 400 gajillion dollars? Then she finds out she has a foundation that she didn't even know she had. And there's like real people running this foundation, spending her money. And she decides that she's going to get involved. And she just messes stuff up. But it's kind of like she's got a heart of gold. But she's also like doesn't really know how to be a normal human. So they're trying to teach her. And she doesn't really have friends. But then they become her friends. And it's very touching. Okay. Sweet. Uh, kind of like Ted Lasso-ish. Again, sure. like this yeah. sort of feel-goody um, I really like it. I've watched the whole first season, and Maya Rudolph is really a smart, clever actress. I love her. She's great. She's just fun to watch. She when, is. When she's act. I mean, when she's just like all in. Yeah, like, and she just seems like someone that's funny and that you'd like to be like a best friend. Yeah. Okay, now to the thing that I think you might be watching that I'm like, what is okay, happening? All right. Why do we have the great British baking professionals? Okay. <laughs> Okay, it I'm so glad you mentioned tragic. this, Stephanie. Okay, you've saved me the 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 guilt because we talked about this show. I mentioned I, I think last week that yep. that this show was a thing, and I was questioning whether or not this was a good idea because it seems to be counter to the the ethos of the Great British Baking Show. What what don't you like about it? Now, let me just for the audience really quickly: the professionals is essentially Great British Bake Off with teams of professional pastry chefs that are competing for what money and uh, I didn't even get that far okay I don't like the hosts I don't like how affected they are I really could care less about the professionals Mm. it's not fun it's not sincere it's just like a weird Gordon Ramsay takeoff of like what they think the Great British Bake Off should be with professional chefs. Yeah. It's awful. Okay, good. I've watched two I and I'm watch done. It. I'm like, the first one, I was like, okay, maybe that's just me and I'm in a mood. Yeah. Nope. Just no thank you. And I really love the Great British Bake Off. I yeah. watch all of them. I watch the holidays. My husband and I watch that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, my husband and I have weird viewing. TV rules together. Like, there's very few things that we actually enjoy watching together, but the Great British Bake Off is solid. All right. Well, I'm going to cross that off our list Just skip because it. we have so many other things yeah, to watch right you're now. You're not Stephanie, missing a thing. You gave us some great ideas. Yeah. Uh, again, Loot, The Last of Us, Shrinking, but not Great British Bake Off Professionals. No. All right. When we return from TV, oh, we've got a local food friend. Uh, named Alex Laudner. Of course, she's bringing us something tasty for Food Porn Friday when we return right here on My Talk 1071. Welcome back to the... I don't even know what hour we're on. We're having so much damn fun here on the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Good afternoon. It's the second hour of our show. Hour two! Hour two! But we still have half a show to go, so stick around. I'm here with Stephanie Hansen today, and uh, Mike is along for the ride. Dawn will be back on Monday, and it's Friday. We love food. It's time for a little Food Porn Friday. Food Porn. And our Food Porn star oh, for thank today you, thank you very much. is the wonderful 
repeat guest, Alex Laudner. Hi, Alex. Hello. You last brought us, dear listeners, you may not remember, but if you do, Alex brought us Sifganiot, wonderful donuts. Wow. Did I say that right? You did. Okay, good. I'm so impressed. Good. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. I tried real hard. Um, Stephanie, Alex brought us something even, uh, well, I shouldn't say more delicious, differently delicious today. Now, Alex, do we introduce you as a writer at Eater? Like, what are your bona fides that would allow us to share? What makes me think I should be here? (laughs) (laughs) She has food. What gives you the right? I'm like having a hard time getting the words out. And you fill in for me on Weekly Dish. I I do. I do. I love that. Yes. Favorite part of my weekend. Um, I do write for Eater. I've written for other publications in the Twin Cities for about 23 years. Okay. And uh, so, and I love food. These guys sent me this, and I've been trying to get Bradley to do a healthy Cheat Day Friday segment, so well, that's it's, what we're doing. It's perfect for the weekend, right? Because everybody's going to be looking for things to snack on, and you don't... I mean, you know, Stephanie gave us some chicken wings, and... You I know, heard that, yes. That sounds amazing. You know, in between bites of chicken wings and other, like, deep-fried goodness that you might be putting into your pie hole... Um, this is a, a healthier option that you could put out on your spread. What do you got for us today? So today I brought Baba's. Have you heard of Baba's? I hadn't and until you had mentioned it and then I went online and I was like, I did not know about Baba's. Right. So they Really? No. Oh. Oh. So they're good. like all the rage at the State Fair. Right. So they started at the State Fair in twenty twenty one, which I looked that up and I was surprised because it feels like they've been there forever. But they started the fair in twenty twenty one. There it's two siblings. And their dad actually started Mediterranean Cafe over in is that Burnsville? Burnsville. Yeah, yeah. In, in like the yeah, late like 70s, 70s, 1979. Yeah. Yep. And so, and he makes amazing hummus. Everybody loves it there. My parents love going there for his hummus. And so they, in 2018, they started this retail portion and they sent me, they sent me Zatar. You guys have Zatar and you have a Dilly, Dilly pickle. pickle. I'm really excited for the pickle. And then I'm a, I'm a pickle uh, pickle person. Me too. Right. And Donna, I already gave Donna some and she loved both. Oh, good. And what's most exciting, so we know they've had, well, Bradley, you maybe not, but they have a lot of different wonderful flavors in their retail hummus um, situation. But now they have these pita puffs. Okay. Which <laughs> I think you're going to need another Stephanie's just done with her hers. And that is from their that is from their state fair. And so when you get a bowl at the state fair, you get a giant bowl of hummus with. I don't know how I haven't had really. It's in that really cute trail. It's like a shiny silver trailer. It's not far from the My Talk booth. Yeah, it's right. Yeah, Yeah, right by Spinning Wild and Route sixty six tacos. It's almost it's almost a food truck little area. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Food truck park. Yeah. Yes, and so they have they give you. They give you, I don't know, four or five of these little pita puffs, and the ones you get at the fair have seasoning on them. And I will say, if anybody's from Baba's is listening, I think they need to double the amount of pita puffs they give you because yeah. I'm not a big hummus with a fork person. But yeah, so they sent me this little box, and I thought, well, what better? Who what? better to share it with? Thank you so much for mm. sharing. Now, Stephanie, you've already finished yours, so you've got to give us some. Uh, Taste response. What's your uh, feeling on a the couple of thoughts? Mm-hmm. One is I'm going to chew while you've you said it two ways, and I know how Baba says it, but I'm the like, hummus or hummus. They say hummus, hummus, right? And we all go hummus, right? And so my family What's makes the right fun way? of me, hummus, hummus. But when I when I normally say it, you have no idea what it took for me to say hummus. 
because <laughs> I've been practicing it all morning. I'm not even kidding. Because I say hummus in, in restaurants. I order hummus. And then people Minnesota look go, at me like, what? what? And I don't want to be that guy. Yeah. And so. You're like, it's croissant. <laughs> it's croissant. <laughs> <laughs> and so I've been practicing all morning. To say it the American ways, but American way, but yes, you are I have correct. Thoughts. It's hummus. Yes. Okay, tell us your thoughts as I can, Mike, and I continue to eat. Mm-hmm. The uh, the pita puffs. What I loved about them at the fair is normally we get pita that's very weedy, very dry. It is sort mm-hmm. of like a pocket, so it's just got a really different texture. This is like real Israeli pita, which is puffier. Mm-hmm. It has mm. a lo- higher rise to it. It's, it's like- more. It's pillowy. Puffy. Yeah. yeah. Right. It's like right. soft and like, mm. Right. Mm, mm, mm. I, I feel a butt coming on. No. No? Okay, good. Love. You don't want yes. to feel a butt okay. coming on. No, well, it is. Never No, <laughs> I love their hummus. I love that how smooth it is. Mm-hmm. I like their flavors. The dill pickle, I'm crazy about it. I feel like the ingredients in it, too, are better because a lot of them are just like kind of full of like canola oil and yes. not such great things. Absolutely. Yes. Also, Minnesota made. Minnesota made. So always happy to support makers of Minnesota. I love both of the flavors. The Zatar. Zat- Zatar. Where's the Zatar. emphasis? Zatar. Zatar. The Zatar one, tons of flavor. The pickle one, tons of flavor. The uh Pita, the pita puffs, they're, mm-hmm. they're literally puffy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like super delicious. This is fair, great. You know, don't you feel like they're maybe a little bit grilled at the fair? They feel and they're warm. Well, they're warm, and they do say to take it out of your refrigerator for a little bit, which I did this morning. What did you? Oh, I'm trying to read the ingredients. Oh my I god, my glasses, I have my glasses on. It's um. Well, wow, that is small, right? <laughs> Are you kidding me right now? Let's. We're just gonna say that it's all natural. All natural. So it's non-GMO, gluten-free, vegan, no artificial fl- uh, preservatives. Mike, you can't. Re- oh, you don't have it in front. Yeah, of Yeah, no. This is really love small. that right. you don't have yes. all the right. the junk in it. Yeah, I love that. I and, love and and like you said, it's local. So yep. yeah, it has their little story right on siblings. Um, always knew their Baba's homeless was a unicorn's blah blah blah. So it's really it's just. And can I just say? They are absolutely the nicest people on the planet. They really are. They are are not paying me for this. They really are. This was just my love for them. And they are just the absolute nicest people. Well, and again, I love the idea of having, and Mike, I do want to hear, I know you keep eating over there and you should, (laughs) but I want to, I want to hear what you have to say about it. But I, um, I just love the idea of having a variety of snacks, uh, on the weekend for the big game uh, for sports ball because you know like I forgot all about that you want a snack <laughs> you forgot layers. about the super bowl yeah well you know i don't blame you i'm that's hilarious but mike what did you think about the hummus and the, the dilly dill pickle that is that's my jam that is unbelievable yeah super mm-hmm. super good and i also love hummus because there are just so many different vehicles to eat it there's so many different ways you can eat it and you can run through the veggies going that route you can do this wonderful pita bread i mean there's so many different options you can just swipe all sorts of stuff mm-hmm. yeah absolutely. where can we get that their local Kowalski's. Kowalski's is is where I actually get it. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's at most of the co-ops. Mm-hmm. I I know I've seen it at Lunds. I have not seen the Pita Puffs at Lunds. They're brand new, so right. Yes, they are. Um, so they do have a lovely little website. You can go on the website. You can ask for the location. I have find a the whole location. Makers of Minnesota podcast with them too, oh, where we talked about their product and oh, they were saying at the time, I recorded it with them about two months ago and they mm. were like, we have something exciting coming up. Cause I was right. like, how about those pita pops? Why aren't you selling those? Well, right. did you see on the package? It tells you how you can bake them if you want deep fry them or microwave. Right. Okay. Or just plain, leave like them we out. Did, yep. Which frankly, that's the way I would do it. I just like the, 
chewy. Yeah, they were really delicious. This right. is great, Alex. Yes. What else? And is- look, look at the beautiful. You can't. This is great radio, but they have a <laughs> look lot. At this. Look at this, guys. They have a just a beautiful selection. They have red pepper. They have um, the. Let's see what a oh, oh they have eggplant one. Ooh, I yeah, want to try that like one. That's um yes, baba mm-hmm. ganoush. I never had baba ganoush. I didn't like caramelized onions. So there's lots of different options. Alex, where else have you eaten in the last? Yeah, what's two what's weeks? popping in your world? So I just did the butcher and boar thing. It was real good. It was so fun. What a stunning room. Yeah, what very a beautiful. Gorgeous room. It's a brand new room for butcher and boar. The former butcher and boar is now butcher's, butcher's tail, and still there, and still yep. good. Yep. And which I st- I really like them too. This is kind of an elevated room. It is in the Bassett Creek area of the North Loop. It's in the old MSP building. Yep, mm-hmm. uh, off of Washington, and really, they have like great mocktails, good cocktails. The vibe in there feels mm-hmm. really good. They pay a little homage to our friend Chef Jack, Jack Rabel, yeah. who has passed. Um, they still have the long rib. They have all the sausages, yeah, that's my the favorite. grilled oysters. Also, some of the best fish. Did you get any fish? We did not. We, it's you a know, they, we went for the really. Yo, hmm. Yeah, we went on media night, and so they give you kind of a condensed. You didn't know what menu you were gonna get. Yep. And so, which is really a fun way to do it. I went with with Steph March actually, and it was really fun to go with her and have her say, "Oh, my desk was right over here, and yeah. this is where the copy machine oh, was." Wow. So the room is. The room really took my breath away. Yeah, it's really, it's great. Mm-hmm. I'm going actually tomorrow. Oh, fun. For, that's my Valentine for my little, my little Kurt. He likes a good Denver steak. <laughs> are you, what are you doing for Valentine's? Where do you go for Valentine's? You, I, you know where? Like, I just like the, well, first of all, it's on a Tuesday. Yeah. So shout out to Taco Tuesday Valentine. Yeah. I don't. I think I, that's actually what we're going to do. Yeah. Nico's. Where do you go uh, for homie. tacos? Homie on University. Oh, Homie is great. I've never been yeah. there. Oh, oh it's my they're so nice. So it's ideas. a little kind of almost basement It's a bolita. nicest couple. You get two food people just talking at you. I, I'm fine with it. <laughs> and I'm it's taking like notes. on a styrofoam plate. Like it's not for fancy, sure. but it's just so good. No, yes. I literally, when I knew Steph was filling in, I told Alex, and I was like, I, I don't know how this is going to go, having two food people in a segment, but I think it could work out really well for you us. You know, it'll just sound like Weekly Dish for a minute. <laughs> I'm fine with We're this. Saturday I like 9 to 11. Yeah, yeah. if anybody ever wants to listen. Well, Alex, if people want to keep up with your writing and all the things you're up to, what's the best way? I'm assuming social media, but you tell me. Yeah. Yeah. Alex Lodner <laughs> You want to give us Instagram. like a handle? Alex, yeah. L-O-D-N-E-R. N-E-R, correct. A-L-E-X. Correct. Fabulous, Alex! Thank you so much You're very for bringing welcome. in hummus. I'm glad you liked it. Hummus. Hummus. Excuse hummus. me. Hummus. hummus. And I'm not going to sound like a you know. Don't, don't do it. Doing, okay. Yeah. Just, do just go with the American way. Yeah. <laughs> Be Alex Slaughter, thank you so much for bringing in our food porn today. You're a great okay. food porn star, Alex. Put um, that on your you know, resume. I have been waiting for that for a very long time. <laughs> When we return, speaking of porn stars, no, we're not talking porn stars, but uh, Stephanie's got thoughts on Harrison Ford that she'll share right here on My Talk 1071. Oh, I could just sit and talk to Stephanie and eat hummus all day. Um, But we can't do that because we have to talk about what you think regarding Harrison Ford. Good afternoon and welcome back to the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. That other voice you hear is one Stephanie Hansen who's filling in today for Dawn, who will be back on Monday. What's going on with Harrison? Well, other than I, that new show you were telling yeah, us. Yeah, I got thoughts because, you know, he was not really around very much. And then he is married to Calista Flockhart and they had a child. 
And I think he was like doing not like retired from Hollywood officially or anything, but just like they were raising their kid and they were kind of on the limelight. And then I think as their daughter has gotten older, he like reemerged and he's in his 80s and he's all of a sudden in a couple of new shows. He's in that show Shrinking that we just talked about with Jason. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. And Seagal, but also is it like 1843? Yeah. Or um, 19, is it 1923? Yes. Yeah. 1923. 1923. Okay. And of all the spinoffs of Yellowstone, this one is getting the most critical acclaim and I think people have really enjoyed it with him and Helen Mirren. Mirren. I'm just like really curious about him because he's had such an interesting career because he didn't even start like Star Wars until he was like in his late 30s. Mm-hmm. And I just think like okay, this just goes to show that no matter what age you are and particularly if you're a man in Hollywood because it's harder for women, but we just have 80 for Brady ladies. Yeah. You know, I just think it's kind of funny in in a good way that all of a sudden he's like having a career resurgence. Oh, absolutely. I mean, not least of all because it's just nice to see people have options, whatever age they are, if they want to do something. Right? Sure, sure, sure. Um, I'm also I just marvel at like the idea of being in a movie, just like thinking about how how crazy, hectic, and busy that life must be, and then to be doing it in your 80s. That's like. Just from like a curiosity standpoint, like, wow, how does he have the energy to do all that? Because I barely have the energy to get out of bed some days. Right, right. right. Um, but it gives me hope <laughs> that I can still be doing something fun when I'm in my 80s. Do you also like, I watch him, and I guess I most recently on Shrinking is where I noticed this next to Jason Seagal. He's tiny. Oh, really? He's like a very lithe Short, okay, small, that's interesting, yeah, man. Yeah, and you know, you always hear this from Lori and Julia when they're actually in Hollywood and they see these people up close and in person a thousand times more than I ever would or could, yeah. And they always say, like, oh, yeah, everyone smokes and they're tiny, yeah. And he just like, I'm like, oh, I, like he looks so small because in Hans as a Han Solo, like he always had like, um, the bullets strapped around him and the costuming and you don't just like see him in like a t-shirt and a cardigan sweater well and to be fair everybody else in that movie was probably short too compared to the average now right so like when you're against an actor who you know i mean who's taller and also why chewy looked so large yeah because you know he looked like chewy chewbacca Anyway, I just yeah, I got. You're that was enjoying my thoughts the, about... the Fortissance, the Harrisonissance, the Harrisons. Yeah, Harrisons? and then I was like, okay, are there other <laughs> like if you think about other actors that have kind of had Renaissance like that? Like for sure, Henry Winkler. Oh sure, and then also um, Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton uh... just was in that opioid uh, biopic. Was it a biopic? I think it was based on a true story. Maybe that's a documentary. I don't know documentary style. Um, but, uh, it makes me wonder, like, are we going to see Jack Nicholson again? Like we could, I don't know about Jack Nicholson. He's still going to the Lakers game and sitting courtside. 
Didn't we just get a blind item about it? We had a blind item that I chose not to go with that uh, was, but it sounded like things were pretty bad because he did apparently have a pretty bad health scare a couple months ago. And um, but the the fact that he was now reappearing at Laker games, I think, is a good sign. So okay, because based on the blind item, he wasn't going to be showing up anywhere. Anti lawyer who does our blind items, he will occasionally be like, "This person doesn't have long for this world," and you're like, (laughs) "No," but. I mean, if he's at a Lakers game, I mean, Good hopefully things are... Are there any, like, actors like that that you want to see again? Oh, God. I'd like to see Ron Would, Howard again. Do you know who I want to see, but I just don't think we will in that capacity as Liza? Manelli. Like, she's one of those people that I'm just like, I want Liza again, and I yeah. just don't think we're going to have her again. I mean, she's still with us and still, yep. you know, doing great things, yep. I'm sure, but, but that's, you know, a person I would love to see. Who did you just say? Uh, Ron Howard. Ron Howard, yeah. Like, we have, I mean, he's directing mostly. Yeah. But I could see like him, um, Bruce Willis, we won't see again. That's a little sad. Yeah, for sure. Um, I don't know, Mike, what do you think? Is there somebody that uh, you think? Yeah, a guy who, yeah, in the movies kind of when I was kind of growing up, Tommy Lee Jones seemed like he would always pop up in like all these movies. Yeah, and, and it's uh, been he, a while. It's been a while. He's 76, so he's a few years younger than even Harrison Ford. So Yeah, that's super young in Hollywood compared he to. He had like a good career in his 60s, too. Yeah. Do you think, okay, this is kind of digressing, but like, we're fine. What do you think is going to happen with Will Smith long term? Uh, like, has Hollywood just kind of I'm bad turned at, their back on him? I'm, I don't think so. I'm bad at predictions. I think Hollywood's memory is pretty short. I mean, think about all this. Well, Mel Gibson. Yeah, but like, mm, that is someone that, outside of the fact that he is a complete anti Semite, I did think he was a good actor, and I could see him having a career resurgence. Yeah, well, I think there are some. Re- I mean, there are good reasons that he hasn't had a resurgence. But I think when it comes to like Will Smith, um, you know, certainly for men that have like dealt with, you know, because I think of people like Kevin Spacey, I have a, a bad feeling that he's just going to make a comeback, and I don't want that to happen. I actually think you're right about that. I think because that suit that Anthony Rapp had against him yeah. did not stick. No. And there's been, there are a couple other suits that he's got well, to get gives through. Executives plausible deniability to be like, oh, well, he was never charged with any, or never. Therefore. But there is still charges pending in the UK. So depending on yep. how that all plays out. But, but I don't know. My, my point with Will Smith was to say like, he, he slapped Chris, Chris Rock, Rock and I think he paid a price for it. I don't know that that's going to last. Okay. I, and it's I'm, not. Yeah. But again, I'm bad at predictions. So don't ask me. <laughs> Because I'm also one of those people that, like, if if you own what you did and you make amends and you seem like you're contrite or you're trying to do, Mm -hmm. you know, right by what you did and you take account for what you did, like, I feel like, you know, you're going to get another chance at Hollywood, whether you should or not. I don't know. But right. But ultimately, I feel like Hollywood is, you know, especially after a few years. I mean, think about all the actors who've sort of gone away and then come back. And well, like, like, we're still seeing like Luke Wilson. Mm. He's still around and he's getting, um, okay, total, uh, oh, I was just, I had a total good train of thought and I was going to ask you about someone else and now I can't. Oh, um, how about the guy that was in, um, Ray Romano had a total comeback. Did you ever watch the TV show called Pulp Fiction? No. It's great. Or no, it's not Pulp Fiction. Excuse me. Get Shorty. No, I did not. TV show Get Shorty. Okay. Find it. There's four seasons. Okay. It's also the guy, the Irish guy that's in all the rom-coms. Do you know who I'm talking about? No. He was in Pitch Perfect. Uh, Chris O'Dowd. Yes, thank you. 
He plays alongside Ray Romano, and they're kind of like gangsters. Oh, yeah. In Get Shorty. It is great, great, great show. Also a show that both my husband and I very much enjoyed. That's good. To, I, and I, there's I, one more season coming of it. It's just taken a while because the where, pandemic. Where, do you know where it's streaming? I don't, but it's worthwhile Get watching. Shorty. I want to say it's Netflix or Amazon. It's not like Tubi or any of the outliers. It's like it's Prime. Yeah, Amazon. Yeah, watch that, you guys. It's it's good. It's like a heist. It's it looks funny. like you watch it free on Roku. Mm. Okay. I... I can, oh, don't even get me started on Roku, Tubi, Pluto, how to turn on my television, well, where to find the to shows I want to watch. Charge you, uh, I've, I, I am I so... pay money. Anyone want to come to my house and like get all of my things so that I can have one remote control, turn the TV on, and each of the TVs in my household would work without me having to sign into something. I'm 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 here. I've yeah. got the money for yeah. you in my hand. Please come make my life easier. I just want my cable back. Well, you could have your cable back. Oh, my, my husband cable. and I. It's my mom an has cable, debate. and like I, I don't even, I don't even go there with her because I'm like I don't want to have to. So she's still got the. I think it's because the internet for her then is cheaper. So like she might as well just get the cable. But then she's got the cable plus all of the streaming services, and it's hard to figure out. Did you sign into the streaming service through your cable? Correct, or, or your you Amazon, or was it Apple Plus, your, or yeah, your which Roku TV box? is signed in and which one? We isn't. sound like we're a hundred years old. Stephanie. I just watch TV on my phone. Do you okay? really? I sit on my phone in my bed, and the screen is two by two, and that's how I watch television because I cannot really? figure out my other televisions. Yes, oh my God. terrible. I just have this picture of Stephanie in bed. Completely. Watching her programs. Yep. Yep. Right. It's just like smallest screen ever. Who knew? <laughs> I did actually. I had to. The only time we watch TV on our phones is or iPads is when there are animals in the TV show, like sustained animals. Because if we watch a show with sustained animal footage on our TV, our dog goes insane. Have you and- heard the Nutra system or the Nutra source commercial with Katie Canine that runs on this station? I'm sure I have. Yeah. Why? If Stanley hears it, because dogs bark oh! at the beginning and Does they bark at the end. And it's an it's it's a two minute ordeal for me. Yeah. If that commercial comes on. She will literally be in it, like napping, like snoring, and a dog will come on or a bird will <laughs> and she will fly off the couch yep. and run towards the TV and bark and then yep. she'll run around the house. Yeah. No, oh it God. is the Katie Canine commercial for Nutrisource is becoming a real pain in my side. <laughs> well, don't tell Katie. You. She, it's not I'm going to tell her. I'm going to have Ellie tell her. Ellie produces her show. All right. Hey, when we come back, should we talk about more food? <laughs> Actually, no. We're not talking food. We are going to talk about Prince Harry and whether or not he's going to come to Prince Charles, well, King Charles' coronation. Yes, let's I know talk. You, I know you've got I royal got thoughts. Feels. We'll uh, talk about it when we return right here on My Talk 1071.